Here's the podcast of highlights from the Q102 Morning Show with Jim and Laura. We uh, got into a little discussion of family. <clears throat> a moment behind the scenes. Uh, got my blood pressure up just a little bit here. It's, it's all these in between the the talks talk that seems to <laughs> seems to go. Oh, what some, is wrong with people? Some would argue. Well, that's the stuff you should put on the podcast. I have sort of alluded in the past to a family member who is uh, neck deep in a fishing scheme, sending money and gift cards, believing that they're engaged to be married. So frustrating. And you see those things on Dr. Phil all the time. Yeah. And you go, who who in real life falls for that stuff? Mm, Well, I mean, there there you go. Yeah. So frustrating and maddening. I haven't spoken to this person in probably four months now. Yeah. Well, they blocked all the rest of the family on uh, Facebook because they were tired of hearing the truth, I think. The reason I bring that up, coincidentally, you remember MTV's Catfish? Oh, I do remember that, yeah. That started this week in 2016 introduced Spencer Morrill, a Tennessee native who insists he's been in an online romance with Katy Perry, of all things, for six years. That was the story on that one. He even made a ring for her out of a family heirloom. And when the hosts, Nevin Max, lure out the catfish in England, so the one that's pretending to be Katy to Perry, be Katy Perry. Yeah. and brought him face to face... The guy believed the real Perry sent the imposter as a joke, right? I mean, that's you see that on Dr. Phil, too, where they will bring out other people who the same story, the same profile has been speaking to all these people, but they somehow still talk themselves into no... This is not the real truth. And you're thinking, well, what will what will get through to these people? How do you get that in your brain that, that this is real? I sent the person I know very, very well a post online of the person he thinks is the girlfriend saying, my name is not this. I'm married. I have children. I'm not your girlfriend. I don't need you to send money. Stop sending Right. Uh, Someone has uh, taken my picture and made a fake profile. This is not me. Yeah. Same thing. This guy says, well, somebody put that up as a scam on the real girlfriend. It's mind boggling. Now, a Kentucky woman left her husband and sent $10,000 worth of gift cards to someone catfishing her, pretending he was from the TV show Stranger Things. Michaela talks about what she did when she thought she was being romanced by Dacre Montgomery. You know, I'm not a fan of Stranger Things. He played Billy Hargrove. And I looked him up. He must have been a lesser character. Here's what she had to say. I am obsessed with Stranger Things. But the thing is, when I tallied it all up, it was $10,000-ish dollars. I told my ex-husband, I said, listen, I said, it's not working out. I said, you're not letting me be me. You're not letting me be free. I said, I think you need to leave. So he left. Within two months, he was gone. He was gone. And so then did she find out that that it was a big scam? Well, uh, she truly believed it was the guy in, in the video. So here's the deal. The scammer. Who's saying, well, I'm Dacre Montgomery, said, watch the show, because I'm going to make an appearance in episode four. So then when she saw him in episode four, oh, it's got to be real. Well, how hard is it to look ahead to the scenarios right. of each episode of a TV oh. show, right? 
It's just that is so sad, though. It's mind-boggling. Well, and that too, yeah. The only thing we can assume is the desperate loneliness that one has to be in Mm -hmm. to not see every red flag along the way. And then you have those of us, on the other hand, that trust nobody, even the people right in front of us. Yes. And I'm like, what are you up to? What, yeah. what, what's your, oh, what's yeah. your end game here? Because I don't know. And they're like, I'm just genuinely a nice person. What's wrong with you? I'm like, I don't know. I don't yeah. trust anybody. I'm telling yeah. you, one day I have saved texts and, and frustrating pleas of finding reality. I'm either going to do a, at least a podcast, maybe a book or a YouTube. I don't know. something. Because I don't even know at this point if an intervention from, no. say, a Dr. Phil type of person, I don't think that Mm-mm. would get through. I don't, I don't know what will. At some point, I guess I've got another wedding to plan for this fall. Are you going to be the officiant of this <laughs> I don't know wedding yet. that can never happen because the girlfriend is not real? <laughs> I don't know. I've been blocked from all contact. Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Vikings open the regular season September the 10th against Tampa Bay. What was the uh, the meal you always ate before pitching a game? David Fong's chicken chow mein. Chicken chow mein. <laughs> I do remember you saying that. <laughs> yep. Well, you must have had that and then uh, like won a game. And, yes, yeah. that's how it happened. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So would you call yourself superstitious? In Not necessarily. Yeah. But, uh, you know, when I was playing baseball as much as I was, I was more then. Mm-hmm. It's just something that kind of keep you in a routine yeah. and a focus. Yeah. yeah. David Wong's. Fongs. Fongs. Is yes. that still in business there? I uh, believe it is. In, and it's been there a long time. Is that Bloomington? Yep. Lindale uh, Avenue, uh, 94th and Lindale. <laughs> Very good. If you're ever in uh, that part of Bloomington, stop it, David You go Fongs. in and you say, I'd like the Todd special. And they go, oh, yeah, way <laughs> back from. <laughs> I don't know that they remember that. Pretty good picture back yeah. in the day. The chicken chow made really good. There's this woman in California that won uh, a million-dollar scratch-off ticket because her hands itched for several days. Huh? Oh, my hands that, are itching. Yeah, your palms itch. That means money's coming Does to you. Does it? Yeah. How do yeah. you know this? Come on. I, you would call it voodoo. I call it, you know, just t- what everybody knows. Taught anything itching? Uh, no, I feel fine in that regard. Good, good. I, I do once in a while do some scratching sitting over here, though. Well, you know what that means. <laughs> oh, oh, creams and ointments. not good. <laughs> it's Q102. When you say that someone is old, when you're younger, <laughs> that usually, like, if you're in your 20s, like, well, you're old. If you're no. in your 30s, you're you're yeah. ancient. As you grow, that slides it, a little bit does. on the scale where you're like, no, I'm not old yet. I'm not, I, the, you know, I'm, I haven't reached this age yet, so I'm not old. But now they've done an official poll to say, what is the age in which people say, well, there's really no getting around it. Well, you are old at are, that age. Are they asking 10-year-olds or... Everybody. Yeah, okay. Everybody. A 10-year-old thinks their 35-year-old mother is old. Uh, right, so. right. And so <laughs> it was considered at one time to be that 60 was considered old when they did this same type of survey, say, you know, a couple, mm-hmm. couple years ago. But now that has slid on the scale a little bit further. And now everyone agrees that 80 is really oh. the new 60. And you're really not 
old, quote unquote, until you get to 80. Okay. So look at us. Yeah. We are in our prime. Well, I mean, if it was pretty well publicized, then you uh, broke 40 in July. And it bears mentioning that that is really considered middle age. So, the, well, <laughs> I'm feeling middle agey things all of a sudden. Like, why does this hurt? I, I didn't even do anything. I just slept. Why can't I move my neck? You so, act like yeah. you're 25, though. Well, I mean, it's it's all in how you feel and how you act. And some days, mm-hmm. I feel great, and others not so much. You're waking up with Tim and Laura on the Q102 Morning Show. Talk about wealth. Beverly Hills, California, you got to know that that's a whole Oh, yeah, super affordable for everybody, really. I mean, so, well, what about the kids growing up in Beverly Hills? Do they know any better? I mean, you've watched 90210 back in the day, right? (laughs) Yeah. They're totally down to earth and just living like everyday kids live. Mm -hmm. A TikToker went and did a little interviews of teens in Beverly Hills asking them what they think is the average salary in America, okay? Asked to kids mm-hmm. in Beverly Hills. Mm-hmm. Here's okay. what they had to say. How much do you think the average American makes a year? Maybe like 400K. How much do you think the average American makes a year? Mm, I don't know, maybe like half a million. How much do you think that the average American makes a year? 90 to 100K. How much do you think the average American makes a year? 200,000, 250,000. So one said 400,000, one said half a million, then they're getting into the 150 to 200,000. For the average. Uh, average. According to research, the median American worker brings home $54,000 a year. <laughs> so they were just, you know, slightly off. <laughs> oh, just slightly. I saw a TikToker who's making a million a month just for posting, you know, shots of their clothing. <laughs> I, I will cut them some slack. How old were these kids? Because, again, when you ask a kid, what is old age, depending on if they're a teenager, depending on if they're 10, that age could fluctuate. So maybe once they get out into the real world, yeah. that changes. Or they go, oh, I, I shot a little low. I think it's a little higher. I'm looking at it. They appear to be late teens, 16, okay. 17, 18, still probably living at home with their Beverly Hills parents. Family. <laughs> driving beamers and what now oh yeah surely they ought to make a half a million don't they how could you live on anything less the q102 morning show podcast join tim and laura weekdays from six to nine